Welcome to Finding the More Ministries. In our Moving Forward series, we will share how Jesus has helped us move forward through challenging circumstances. Have you ever asked, how do I make progress and move forward in the midst of grief, the loss of a job, having an empty nest, or just not feeling close to the Lord? Moving Forward will encourage you to press on by using the Word of God as your source of strength. Listen in as our team explores these topics and much more each month as we move forward together. Welcome back to Moving Forward. Our segment this month is on grief. And pretty much grief is something that everybody has dealt with in one way or another. For me, I think grief, even though two people may have lost the same person, it's different, mm-hmm. you know. So um, if you've both lost a parent or you've both lost a sibling, the walk that you take, I think, is very different. Um, very I also, individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think grief has no timetable. No. You know, it's no specter of time that it can just kind of go mm-hmm. on and on. And, you know, I think as we kind of head into the holidays, we purposely pick this topic mm-hmm. knowing that. You know, as families gather around for Thanksgiving or for Christmas, that there sometimes is an empty chair at that table. Mm -hmm. And it's those times of tradition that sometimes you feel it even more. Mm -hmm. But I think also, you know, grief can be something that you didn't have or something that you hoped for. Right. You know, and you're grieving through that as well. So I know today we're going to walk through some different types of grief and kind of share our hearts with you. So Pam, I think we'll kind of start with you and okay. what type of grief that you have had. Okay, I would like to talk about the grief of losing your parents. Um, in 2005, my mom, she was diagnosed earlier than that, but she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And uh, in 2005, she got real sick. It was like she had the flu or something and she went to the doctor and she was diagnosed with leukemia mm-hmm. which was a side effect of chemo mm-hmm. she had to take very aggressive chemo and um, so we went to winston-salem that friday and i grabbed a book thinking you know this is going to be a long haul i told him i don't know when i'll be back mm-hmm. you know we're, i'm going to be there for my mom so we go up to winston-salem and we get a room, Daddy stayed with Mom that night and went back to the hotel room with my sister and had a dream that night. Looked at the book and it's about death and it's like, no, 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 not reading this. <laughs> Wrong book. Wrong book. <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 don't want to go there. And uh, my dream that night was about a casket. It was about uh, what was to come, really, and that shook me but uh, with mom things just kept getting worse and it kept elevating to the next stage Mm -hmm. and when I look back at it I like to see that time period as God's presence Mm -hmm. in my life it was very strong I think he was preparing me for what was to come because he knew how very hard that was going to be for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And he knew that I needed his strength because I wouldn't have it. Right. So 
Um, like I said, things kept escalating and it got to the point where we knew there was nothing they could do. There was nothing that they could do. And uh, I lost it, went down the hall, lost it, told my sister, this is not good, this is not gonna end well. And we went back in the room and not five minutes later, the doctor comes in and tells us there's nothing we can do. Mm -hmm. So I just remember God's, God's love, His mercy, to sort of keep me ahead of the game and to keep me strong for my family. And uh, His presence was just unbelievable. So going through that, I mean, I knew where Mama was going. Mm -hmm. So I knew I would see her again, right? but it was just so hard mm. to let go. But in looking back at it, it was very surprising how I was able to move forward. And I think that uh, with her being diagnosed with leukemia on Friday and passing away on Sunday, you were sort of numb, mm. so you just go through the process. But at the same time, you know, she wasn't suffering anymore. Right. Mm -hmm because those couple of days, there was a lot of pain. Mm. And she wasn't suffering. She was very happy. And, uh, and it sort of took me to another place where having three miscarriages, it made sense to me. Mm. My mom is a grandmother mm. in heaven. Right. Mm. She has three grandchildren waiting on her. Amen. And that sort of made sense of the miscarriages because if I had to do that, had to go through that, it was worth it for her to be a grandmother mm -hmm. in heaven. That was a gift that I had given her. And uh, but that was just, like I said, God's love. He just bathed me in that and gave me his strength. And then we lost uh, my dad in 2018. And that was, dad was diagnosed with cancer and a lung disease and it started going downhill real bad. But with dad's death, it was very spiritual. Mom's death, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of time really to, to deal with your emotions mm -hmm. because it was just so much emotional. And, and I'm not saying there wasn't a lot of emotion with dad, but uh, dad was Lutheran, so he had the, I don't know what, exactly what it's called, but it's um, the last rites in a way. So the pastor came to the hospital and we took communion and, and it was sort of like a, a gateway into death. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was a very spiritual thing. And then dad went to hospice and um, like he said he was going for five days and on the fifth day, uh, the pastor came and he was already unconscious. He came unconscious the day before that and the pastor came to read just some Psalms to him and I thought that was wonderful. He would love that. And after he prayed, I mean, after he, he read the Psalms, he said, let's pray. So we got up and we prayed and uh, he said a beautiful prayer and he asked Jesus just to pick daddy up and take him to his father. Mm -hmm. And when we finished the prayer, uh, his wife noticed that daddy had passed. Mm -hmm. And I, as the preacher was saying that, I could visually see Jesus carrying dad 
to the throne and that was just a homecoming like right. I mean to be a part of that it was it was a very spiritual thing and it and it gives you hope absolutely there's mm-hmm. there's life after death mm-hmm. and it gives you hope too that you know I think one of the hardest things with death is the separation yeah. absolutely I mean you're you're separated I heard someone say on TV one time that they just couldn't imagine a world without their dad. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, you know, that sort of summarizes death so well. Right. Because you can't imagine life without that person. I think when you lose a, a parent, you know, and I've lost both my mom and dad, it's, you know, for my mom, it the biggest fighter for me was gone. Right. The person my whole life that me too. You know, like mm. like she was gone and how do you how do you move forward right. without that person in your exactly. life? But I, I mean, think who's gonna be your cheerleader now right. and you know your biggest fan. Absolutely. Right. And I think God can can fill that he does void for you. He does. What kind of advice would you share, you know, kind of your life lessons through grief with others? I think one of the main things was it came through my mind about mom being separated from her family because she was so family oriented and it gave me a peace knowing that there is no time in heaven right she did not realize that there was a separation with us even though we experienced Mm -hmm. and are experiencing that separation she doesn't and that gave me comfort right and two I would like to say that you know sometimes we feel that we would just rather curl up and stay in bed and just mourn Mm -hmm. you know there there's a time to mourn but there's a time to get up and move on right I mean I feel that my mother and dad would be very, very upset if they felt that somehow their death ruined my life because I couldn't get up and get past it. Mm -hmm. So I think you said it would be sort of selfish of us Mm -hmm. to to take that stand. So I think it's it's very respectful and and you're doing it out of love for them and, and, and the love that they gave you to keep going right. and living your life to the fullest. So, mm-hmm. Any verses that stuck out to you during yes. your walk through grief? <laughs> Definitely. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I think a lot of people get concerned about why did it have to be now and why did it have to, to be them. And it was interesting with mom because mom had a brother that was, um, he had Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And uh, he died, I wanna say 28 days after mom. Mm-hmm. And that was so hard because Tim was, he was the heart of our family, mm-hmm. right? you know? But it made sense that mom had to die first because I don't know with mom's big heart mm-hmm. if she could have made it through right. that. And then I think about the homecoming Mom was there to welcome him. to welcome mm-hmm. him in. Mm-hmm. So God's got a plan yeah. for all of this Absolutely. that happens on this earth. It's not all by chance. By yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So Julie, I think one of your pieces of grief is similar with the loss of your dad. Oh, for sure. I think, and I don't know, maybe other people have experienced this, but I almost like lived in like a bubble for almost like 40 years. You know, not telling my age or anything like that, but (laughs) you know, I mean really for 40 years, really nothing, you know, great aunts, great uncles or whatever, you know, but suddenly at 40, the people that I spent most of my life with started dying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my grandmother passed away in October, an aunt in January, and, you know, we were one of those families that Sunday you got up, went to church, you know, then, you know, go to grandma's house, take your clothes mm-hmm. off, you know, put your play clothes <laughs> on, and go out and play with all your brothers and your aunts and uncles will bust your tail too, and, you know, <laughs> just that kind of thing. And so we were just, a, that's just how we were. And, mm-hmm. you know, within, what, five months? three of them were gone. Mm-hmm. And um, and I can remember we cleaned out my grandmother's house and we backed a U-Haul up to it. And we were taking some of it, bringing it from Virginia down to here. And I can remember driving thinking I'll never be in that house again. Mm-hmm. And I can remember, and it's funny with the things that you, that you think about, because I remember driving through this little town that she lived in, if you blink, you miss it. <laughs> and, um, you know, I can remember in my, and I started singing, you know, count your blessings in the one, just like, you know, what you learn when you're little. Right, right. And so then I started thinking about, oh my gosh, you know, all the, the things that Granny, memories of Christmases mm. and the things she taught us and just, you know, how Grannies are. Right. And mm-hmm. so, you know, but then three years later, it was a Saturday morning, I think it was about seven, and I get a phone call. And it's my sister, and she never calls me seven o'clock in the morning <laughs> on a Saturday because we are both teachers, and so that's just not done. Mm-hmm. And um, and she was screaming into the phone, oh, and somebody took the phone from her hand, and it was the neighbor, and and she had said that Daddy had died, mm-hmm. and that Mama had woke up and Daddy had was gone, mm-hmm. and um, and I remember thinking what (laughs) you know and that was the longest four and a half hour drive Mm -hmm. of my entire life I remember that day day? coming over and my heart you know having already lost my dad like my heart just broke because I took that same drive from North Carolina (laughs) and you're right it's the longest four hours to get there right and trying to think okay what do my three kids need what do I need to pack because this isn't like oh let's run back to the house Mm -hmm. and get what we need we're going to be there for I don't know how long and so what are my three kids going to need packing their suitcases trying to think about the next week at school I'm going to have to have a sub so what am I doing there Mm -hmm. and I just remember and there's a there's a curve where I get on um, it's like off of 485 on to, to 77 down here and every single time even 10 years later I round that curve and it's like it's that morning we're going around that curve I don't know what why that curve means that to me but weird but you know but I remember driving out driving that four and a half hours and you know the kids don't know what to say and my mm-hmm. husband he don't know what to say <laughs> and so mm-hmm. you know the Lord and I had a, a little bit of time to, to talk to each other and um, and I remember we got there and lots of people at the house and but mama needed somebody to go to the funeral home mm-hmm. and take daddy's stuff mm-hmm. and 
being, I guess, the oldest or last one in has to go, mm -hmm. um, I had to do that. And I can remember driving down there thinking, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. And walking in and seeing him for the first time, it hit me really hard. But what hit me really hard was it wasn't Daddy, it was Jesus. It was God saying, now's the time that I'm asking you, do you really believe what you say you do? Mm. Julie, you've lived all these years. You've proclaimed this your whole life. Mm. Do you really believe what you profess mm -hmm. to believe? And I'll just never forget that voice in my head saying that as I'm standing over this casket. And, um, and that was something that I thought, Maybe at that moment, I'm just, you know, I'm out of my mind and yeah. I don't even know what's going on. Um, but but that during that whole next week, it was that same thing. People would come in and mom and my sister were just falling apart. And they're like, Julie, why do you have it together? And I'd be like, I don't know whether I'm in shock or I don't know. I don't know. And, um, and, and I really believe because the Lord and I had many many hours during the night of time together mm. and and he has really used that time do you really believe what you say you believe Julie since then mm -hmm. because you know in my classrooms at school I've had students who've lost their parents mm -hmm. and our grandparents and you know and it's been the Lord's really used that time to for me to say, but look, this is the time where your faith grows feet mm -hmm. and you learn to walk what you talk. So true. And you either believe it or you don't. Right. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's just been, I guess for 10 years, and it's hard to believe it's been 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but that's just been really since daddy died, it has compelled me to to dive into God's word to mm -hmm. to to move forward um, maybe doing things that I would never have done had I not gone through that right mm -hmm. and um, been placed in sit in situations where I could help people mm -hmm. because unless you've been through it you right. really mm -hmm. don't understand but then um, you know and you ask her um, you know, what advice would you give to someone that you've lost? And my sister and I were trying to just get mom out of the house there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, we went to the Goodwill because that's where you go to, I guess, therapy shop or whatever. <laughs> and um, it drives me crazy because all the reds are together and it just drives mm -hmm. me crazy. But um, we met somebody in there and who knew daddy. And, and she said, honey, I just want you to remember this. She said, your grief never goes away. You just get really good at handling it each day, mm -hmm. a little bit better each day. True. And it was something that I've remembered. Because mm -hmm. I think I wrote that down. It was a question that you had asked. Um, and I think, I think I wrote it down. It says, what's the hardest part of grief? And I think I put down, yeah, I did. Knowing that it, that it does go on. Right. Not that you don't move forward in your life, mm -hmm. but that 
it stays with you. Mm -hmm. And I think some days are easier than others. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, some Absolutely. days you can be like, all right, I got it. And then some days you're like, Mm -hmm. to before the, to mm -hmm. the summit sure for yeah. kind of what's happening what's and sometimes on. it's just little stuff isn't it mm -hmm. you know you pick up something that was theirs mm -hmm. or you look see a picture for the first time you haven't seen it in a long mm -hmm. time and yeah, Facebook's famous for that like yes. oh, <laughs> you watch the other morning like oh right wasn't expecting that right right and and I always find like the God when he does that to me it's because I needed to readdress that part mm -hmm. of me you know and, and mm -hmm. look and and see where do you need to work on this Julie right. mm -hmm. you know and um, but I think you you mentioned it that grief comes in all kinds of different forms right. mm -hmm. and you know my husband and I found out not too long ago we were gonna be grandparents and you know ecstatic <laughs> first time and uh, it was you know and you know I have to say this because my sister will watch this that you know she <laughs> has five grandchildren <laughs> and I don't have any so and she's younger than I am so you know we <laughs> we are counting but <laughs> um, not that we're competitive or anything but mm -hmm. um, you know but we found out not too long ago that he has something the baby does and he's due in January um, something called hypoplastic left heart syndrome mm -hmm. and which essentially means the left side of his heart did not develop um, which is going to involve lots of different things I'm still praying for that miracle still expecting it um, but there there was a week or so for me that that I experienced some of the same emotions that I had with daddy mm -hmm. you know the the anger the sadness what I thought okay this is what we we're going to do this summer right, you know right. this coming summer and go to the beach with the baby and stuff no that might not happen now or mm -hmm. you know this we had this dream and it may not happen now and so i think sometimes too it's just not even the loss of someone as much as it is the loss of a dream that you might Something. have had yeah right and so um i have a couple bible verses one is um if i can find it now here it is. Um, Psalm 147.3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Mm -hmm. And that was a verse that when daddy died, I just like read it every single morning right. and mm -hmm. throughout the day because, I, you know, he heals the brokenhearted. And he does. He Absolutely. Does. And he does. Um, and then the next verse that was really something that um, the Lord and I had many conversations about. But it's Hebrews 10, um, 23, and it says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it's at these grieving times where you learn to hold fast to that faith yeah. mm -hmm. and not swerve to the right or to the left. That's right. And because he is faithful, and he who promised it is faithful. Yep. So Jamie, I think you had something similar to Julie's that we were talking about a little bit earlier when we were yes. eating. Um, so I've been fortunate not to lose any parents yet. Um, and my husband, his parents are both still alive. I've lost grandparents and those times were sad. Um, but I think it always helped to know that my grandparents were saved and they were mm -hmm. going to heaven. Exactly. So um, that gives you a sense of peace. But um, with my daughter, Elena, who, who has Down syndrome, um, we had the similar feelings 
we had the idea of what our, our life was going to be and what our little family was going to be. And we had plans about how Jacob would play with Elena and take care of his sister. And he still does that, just in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a hole in her heart as well. And God did form a miracle or perform a miracle in that because her hole um, healed up within the first year. But um, I think in our our whole idea of what we wanted our family to be, God showed us that he had um, a different idea of what he wanted our family mm-hmm. to be. And it's been hard to realize that mm-hmm. because we did, I hate to say we lost that dream. Our dream just changed, right. I guess. Right. Um, and we were scared and we didn't know what to do. We thought that, I don't want to say we felt like we were being punished, but we didn't really know why this was happening to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that may be how your son and his wife feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to see the bigger picture of it all. Um, a verse that I've clung to from the beginning of knowing that she was going to have Down syndrome is Jeremiah thirty-one thirteen. And the second half of that says, I will turn their mourning into joy and will comfort them and make them rejoice from their sorrow. And Elena's middle name is Joy mm-hmm. because we struggled to find her middle name. We were just going to choose her middle name after mine. But one night we were in Bible study and the pastor told a story about a lady named Joy. Mm-hmm. I said, that's going to be her name. Mm-hmm. Because she's going to bring us joy out of all this. All these heartaches and Mm -hmm. confusion and anger. There's going to be something joyful to come out of this whole thing. And Mm -hmm. she is. She lights up a room. (laughs) When you meet her, you can't help but just smile at her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's awesome. So I can definitely sympathize with your story. Um, For advice that I would give someone grieving is just get to know Jesus in Mm -hmm. that time. And study his word and and see what he's trying to teach you through the whole thing. And you'll receive a sense of peace. Even though your situation may not change, you'll you'll have a peace about it. Because you'll know that he's with you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So unfortunately, I've had, you know, I think my, more than my share of grief, I would like to say. Um, And I really kind of struggle what to share. You know, because I've lost... My dad, who had a long cancer term. My mom, who was sudden. Um, But I really kept coming back to my grandma um, because she was there with me through the loss of my mom and my dad. Um, Probably one of the strongest women I know. Mm -hmm. Um, She lost my dad, my aunt, and my brother all in the same year. And each time she would say, you know, this is just too many times that we've been to this cemetery. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was always funny because we would always go to the cemetery and she's like, all right, it's time to go. Mm -hmm. There's no need to be here. We need to go be. So she would push you to kind of move on. (laughs) Um, And when she passed, I mean, she had been sick and, um, you know, she had, it's funny because she was always going, going, going. And. She was cleaning her windows and she fell off of a ladder, mm. um, you know, and just mm. a lot of complications from that. And when I went to see her in the hospital, like she was on a ventilator and she woke up and she was like, praise the Lord. I don't have any broken bones. And I'm like, well, you got broken ribs. She's like, those don't count. <laughs> like she was just, pra- you know, praising the Lord. And I, so many times in life I thought, how does she 
continue to say that God is good. Mm -hmm. And there was a song that she sang and I called it my song and the name of it is God is good. Mm -hmm. Um, And she sang that at my dad's wake. Wow. You know, and I thought many times, like, how does she do that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, how did, wh- why we're in the hospital, you know, we're in the um, waiting room and she's singing that song. You know, at my dad's wake, she's singing that song. And, you know, I had the opportunity twice to kind of sing that song with her in church. Um, and it wasn't until after she passed, I finally realized. Mm-hmm how she can say that, Mm -hmm. you know, and I I got the news that morning and, you know, just searching in my Bible and it took me to Ephesians 2.20 that says Jesus Christ himself is the chief cornerstone. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that is how she can say that God Mm -hmm. is good because he was her chief cornerstone. And I think Mm -hmm. one of the things that she taught me um, was that God will give you strength Mm -hmm. when the time comes. And it was a couple months um, before she passed, you know, went to visit her and she's like, you know, I want you to come to the back bedroom. I immediately got scared because normally when you're in the back bedroom it means you're in trouble. You're gonna get, I'm an adult, but I'm still. And she hands me this baggie and she starts to take, you know, things out of it. It's, you know, cartoon clippings that my dad had sent her. Um, an article my dad had sent her, and then she gets to the last piece, um, and she just hands it to me. And it says, if tomorrow starts without me. Mm. And she says, and I want this read at my funeral. And I said, hmm. (laughs) She just looks at me, and I just look at her, and she said, and you're gonna have to be the one to read it. Mm -hmm. And I said, "I, I don't know that I can do that. And she takes it and she puts it back in the baggie and she says, when the time is right, God will give you the strength. Mm-hmm. And she just walks out of the room. <laughs> like, but that morning, like that's all I, like I feel like that was her life lesson of mm-hmm. when time is right mm-hmm. and when, you know, like you said, you're holding things together, mm-hmm. God will give you the strength. Um, and I didn't know how I would stand and read that or, you know, lead her song because everybody kept saying, we're going to sing her song today, mm-hmm. right? We're going to sing her song today. And that's all you had to say is we're going to sing her song. And everybody knew those words. And she sang them throughout her whole life. Like if she was in the garden or, mm-hmm. you know, she was a janitor at my school or mm-hmm. when she'd be in church and she'd just like, I'm going to stand up and say, I love the Lord. And she would just start mm-hmm. singing. Mm-hmm. But I think for me in dealing with grief, um, it gives me hope. You know, that in those hard times when you're when you don't know how you're going to move forward, he'll give you the strength in that moment. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think about when I lost my mom and um, I was in Connecticut for work when I got the call and um, I didn't know how in the world I'm going to get from Connecticut to West Virginia because there's there's no flights that can get you there. Like and it was an all day event. Like I got the phone call at like five o'clock that morning. But the Lord was pacing my day. Mm-hmm. Like I see that now looking mm-hmm. back because he knew, to your point, I needed to be prepared mm-hmm. for when I got there, what that was going to be. And I think he gives you that peace, you know, along the way. And I remember just sitting in the airport, like with sunglasses on and just trying to find a corner where I could just cry and not have to hold myself together. And just such a peace came over me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it was at that exact same time that they were airlifting my mom, I later found out. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's one of those things of he was pacing me and mm -hmm. giving me the strength for each moment. And I think that's, that would be my advice is, like you said, turn to Jesus. Yeah, like, get to know Jesus. He will help you through it. He will fill that void, whether it's, you know, the loss of a parent or, you know, a loss of something that you had hoped for. He's the only one that can fill that. Well, scripture mm -hmm. tells us we, as believers, don't grieve like those who have no hope. Yep. Right. right. And, and that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is true. And I can say, you know, I've, I, unfortunately, I feel like when, when you deal with death, you're kind of, like, for me, that's my life's, mm. I, I don't know if it's calling, but I, I really want to help those people kind of move through that. Mm -hmm. And I've seen people that didn't have God. And that journey is much, much harder yeah. without that peace. So for me, the verse, um, and I kind of, it's, it's my life verse um, in that, is um, 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. So it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of comfort, who mm -hmm. comforts us that we may be able to comfort others. And for me, that's my taking my pain and helping others to show them that God can fill that grief with them, so. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think as, again, as we said, like we're headed into the holidays, you mm -hmm. know, if, if there's a burden that you have for grief, um, we'd love to be in prayer with you. Um, you can reach us on our website at findingthemore.org. Mm -hmm. um, we'd love to join in prayer with you. You can message us there. Um, and through our social platforms. Mm -hmm. So from our family here at Moving Forward to yours, we wish you the best. Mm -hmm. The Finding the More family would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can find us at www.findingthemore.org or any of our social media platforms at Finding the More. Our prayer is that you experience the more in Jesus.